You're listening to episode three of the Hike or Die Outdoor Adventure Podcast. I'm here with good friend Craig and we are on location in the middle of a rainforest somewhere. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to another podcast. I'm joined as always by Craig. How you doing, Craig? Hey, good. Thanks, man. We are currently hanging in our hammocks in the middle of some spectacular rainforest. And if you listen carefully, you will hear a stream running in the background. So I guess there's a few caveats on this podcast. If you hear rustling around and stuff, it's probably me getting bugs flying into my face and stuff like that. I've been pretty good at complaining so far tonight, haven't I, Craig? <laughs> Heard it a few times. <laughs> I just, uh, I just don't know why. I come out in the outdoors and there's all these bugs and stuff. Yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> What's new, mate? <clears throat> what have you been up to since the last podcast? Since the last podcast? Um, yeah, I've just been, you know, getting ready for this. Busting out some Ks, just getting a bit fitter. I knew it would be a bit of a challenge today, so just been, um, been getting psyched up, I guess. That's good. I actually got pretty inspired after that last podcast. I inspired myself. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> I was on the podcast inspiring myself. Wow. If I'm the only person that listens to that, it worked. Yeah. You're your own self-help guru. Yeah. Mate. Oh, wow. A bat just flew yeah. straight in between us. Did you see that? No. Was was it a little, that little micro the bat. little one, yeah. Probably the same bat as last night. We call him Barry the Bat. And he's probably as wide as your hand. Yeah, tiny. His whole wingspan is the width from your thumb to your little finger. And he just came blasting in, because these lanterns we've got up to, uh, just so we can get some video for the YouTube channel. Uh, they're attracting tons of bugs, so. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay, so it's not just Craig and I. Barry the uh, bat is here as well. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> And Eric the eel, what are we, is that his name, Eric? Oh yeah. We had an eel visit last night, not, not up here, just down at the edge of the creek when we were having dinner. I gave him a little pat, yep. Craig took some video. Yeah mate, it was, um, <laughs> it was funny eh? that he let you touch him like that. Yeah, it's weird how much he let me pat him on the side and didn't really, didn't really care too much. Mm. Um, if you do get a second, and another caveat, if the video does work, because it's very dark here, jump onto YouTube on our channel, Hike or Die TV, real quick, and uh, you'll get an idea of where we're hanging, literally hanging, I mean, in our hammocks. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, what is news? I actually bought... I remember to bring my notebook and everything, Craig. 
Good, because good. I saw something pop up this week. Um, I think, did I speak to you about this? It was, um, where is it? TV.salomon.com. Have you seen, seen that or heard of it? TV? TV.salomon.com. No. It's, it's almost, it's just like a, it's almost like, um, I don't know, Netflix or something, but it's just content that they're generating themselves. Oh. And it's all epic adventure stuff. And all the stuff I looked at real quick was just really well produced. It was just absolutely amazing stuff. Yeah? Yeah, really worth checking out. So... Um, as always, if this is your first time listening to one of our podcasts, I do put uh, show notes on our website. <clears throat> I'll be under the podcast page, and uh, there'll be a link to the show notes there for each episode. And so you, I'll put in links to, to interesting things like that. Hmm. That sounds cool. So, what is it? Just stuff that um, just you know, general people just sending in or is it well, something? No, from... they're, um, I think they've got ambassadors and, yeah, and they do. people that they heavily sponsor. Righto. And I think it's a case of uh, choosing these guys when they go on these adventures and then just following them around with a camera. But mm-hmm. it's quite nice, like some really cinematic stuff. It's, it's well worth watching if you want a bit of inspiration. Uh, oh, I know some news that you didn't tell us, Craig. You bought a new toy for us to play with. Oh, yeah, yep. So that's basically what I've been doing since the pod- last podcast was researching how to fly a, a drone and getting a new drone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's something I really wanted to get for, <coughs> for our kit because it's, um, yeah, it's the next level of you know video video footage so hopefully we can bring that to the people yeah there's there's been many times over the years since since the first kind of user friendly drones came out that I always thought some of the adventures that we go on you just can't get that vastness or the magnitude of how remote we are or yeah. how much distance we're covering or, or just all of those things you can't get in, unless you get this really aerial kind of view. Yeah. Now so you've, been, I, you've been saying it, you've been saying it since the word go, so. Yeah, it, I mean, if, if money wasn't an option, uh, I would have had one three yeah. or four years ago, but then it wouldn't have been as, as good as what they're producing these days anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Oh, that's exciting. Look, I think there's a. I think it's fair to take the. The natural path and build your, build your produ- productions up to these things. Yeah. Um, had we had a drone. Years ago, I might not have spent so much time. Behind DSLR, getting, getting better at that, you know. Yeah. So that, there's always that. Now I think we're ready to add that. Add that to the quiver. Good. Uh, and a few other little sneaky things like 
few little toys we've been playing with. Mm. I'm going to cough a lot in this, um, and I apologise, and I just breathed right into the mic. <coughs> I was not well this week at all, Monday night. So it's Saturday night, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, it's Saturday night. We're, we're yeah. just living hard, partying on here <laughs> in our dry camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on Monday, I basically got home from work Monday and I had a sore throat and I thought, that's it, I'm done, I'm not going to make it. Mm. I'm not going to make it. I just knew, I just knew that I was done and so I just went into lockdown mode, went to bed at, on Tuesday night, I went to bed at 5 o'clock or something, 5 p.m., yeah, and yeah. just ate really well, rested, and I just can't believe I actually pulled out of it Wednesday and Thursday, and then yeah, here we are. Yesterday, well, I we think it's all in. all worth it, mate. I I you know read your text and thought, damn, because I was so looking forward to this, and yeah, here I we are. Half you know, fifty percent of my disappointment was letting you down because I know that we'd planned this. Yeah, yeah, so much and. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have felt feel good to do all of that planning and just dump it. Oh, yeah. That's not the only roadblock we've had on the way to this trip, <laughs> is <You> it? Can... <laughs> yeah, you can go into that, I guess. Oh, jeez. This is Plan B, isn't it? This I don't even is this Plan B. By the time we rattled through everything, this is probably about Plan. I don't know. Yeah. F. But we always manage to stumble across. And we always manage to what? Stumble across an amazing place. And yeah, we do. We, what we, I'm sorry, I'm just getting myself comfortable in this hammock. It's going to be a while. What we were looking for was a very remote uh, adventure where we could muck around with a drone. And basically, I've got a new camera and a few other things that I wanted to try out and we just didn't want to be running into other people. We got to the car park of a hike that I've done twice and we packed all our gear, put our shoes on, got all ready and just as we were about to shut the doors and put our packs on our backs, the ranger pulled up and he wandered over and said, where are you guys heading? And when we told him, he said, oh, that, that trail's shut. And we said, oh, what about the other one that goes down? He said, oh, that's shut too. We said, oh, how long has that been shut for? And he said, since last April. <laughs> so for those of you <clears throat> who probably wouldn't know, we had a cyclone come through which is and what's a what's a cyclone a uh, hurricane hurricane yeah 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 so that i guess like a hurricane come through um last april and it it just destroyed lots of businesses uh up in north of australia but we didn't realize it did so much damage here as well Oh, I heard about it, but I didn't realise what had been done, so... Mm, he was saying um, there'd been heaps of landslides. Yeah. 
and they've basically torn away. Oh, a mosquito trying to bite me. Um, it's torn away trails and massive, massive trees had gone over and then they'd, they'd hit the next tree and the next tree and they'd end up with half a dozen, I mean, when I say trees, I'm talking trees that three people would have to link arms to kind of get around the trunk. Yeah. And once they hit each other, they just start landslides and stuff. So they, he said they've been working non-stop and they haven't fixed that trail. Anyway, mm. <coughs> that leads us to having driven an hour and a half, mm. sitting in a car park. A uh, big storm was on the way and we had absolutely no way of getting to the place that we've planned to go to for weeks and weeks. <clears throat> what do we do after that? Well, we found another way. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we did. That was after sitting in the car for about an hour oh. on our phones. <laughs> and we went through a bunch of scenarios yeah. looking at driving two and a half, three hours in the opposite direction just to get to places that were worth kind of filming and hanging out for a couple of days. And finally, we decided to go for pizza <laughs> at, at this town, which is about a half an hour away. And as we were heading down to this town, I was looking on the, I was looking on the, on Google Maps while Craig was driving. And I just kind of noticed there was this side road and and it linked back up to the national park and I said to Craig, let's just try driving up there and long story short, we um, managed to get, find this awesome place. Yeah. We haven't seen a single person. Yeah. And we set up camp about 5.30, 6 o'clock last night. Yeah. And yeah, it's just been fantastic, absolutely fantastic. It's just gorgeous. Oh, mate, it's so good to be out here. <coughs> just such a such a switch from the city life, and yeah, yeah I, I just couldn't believe that we were out here after everything. One, um, me dodging that dodging that sickness, and then two, actually being able to come out here and after that other trail being closed. Yeah, yeah. So we've done a pretty pretty decent hike today and haven't seen anyone and... No, well, there's no other way of getting in here. No, nah, it's pretty hard to get to and we found <coughs> some pretty nice water holes and... Yeah, some of the swimming holes we have swam in or walked past today have been, yeah, yeah. fantastic, just gorgeous. It's a perfect way to spend a bit of a bit of the summer yeah yeah and, and that's i guess a bit of background because people are probably thinking well if you're in a national park there would have been 10 other hikes that we could have done and you, you're absolutely correct there was mm. all of them well not all of them but a, a a fair few of them especially the remote ones um one in particular that we like that didn't that doesn't have any access to water at all and yeah. we're in the middle of summer at the moment here and 
we can carry three to four litres of water, that just doesn't cut it, especially no. for, for two and a half days. <clears throat> so uh, it was just, yeah, just something we weren't, didn't want to really get into. Yeah. But we made it, that's the main thing. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's what we've been up to. I'm going to go into shout outs, Craig, because I wrote down two names. Okay. Because <laughs> I knew that I wouldn't remember. <clears throat> yeah. This, this week they're off YouTube. I just thought I'd mix it up a bit. There's, no. there's a guy um, that's followed us forever on, on our YouTube channel. I'm not sure what your real name is, mate, but your, your handle or your username is Sovereign Aussie. And he's a good bloke. He always comments on our videos and says, you know, positive things, which is always useful. Or he gives us uh, um, interesting feedback and constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's always friendly and jumps in and has a chat and and gives us his, his opinion. So thanks Sovereign Aussie for um, sticking around for all these years, mate. And thanks for jumping in on every video and, and yeah. uh, throwing a comment in because we really appreciate it, as, as we always say. Uh, it probably sounds a bit worn out, but it's still true. Uh, the other one is, <coughs> it's a funny one. I need to get better at learning how to say people's names from other countries. Oh. Because this guy's hilarious. And again, go to show notes because I'll put a link to his Instagram. So I discovered this guy by accident and oh, for the life of me, I can't remember where he's from. He's from... Um, I'm not, I'm just, no, I'm going to get this wrong and I'll feel so bad. But I've got no way of checking it because we don't have internet service out here. Uh, I'm going to say somewhere like Denmark, that sort of region, okay? Mm. Um, apologies if I got that wrong. I was looking at some tutorials and stuff, just I always look at photography tutorials, landscape photography stuff, and I stumbled across this guy's YouTube account. This was only six months ago or so. And it was fairly, you only had a couple of videos that at that time, but he puts them up every week now. And, oh, he's just hilarious. He's got this massive, like, 80s um, hair going on. Looks like a rock star. He wears <laughs> bandanas and headbands and stuff. He's just, he's so funny. Um, cool. he's, I, I'm going to try and... So, oh, I don't even know how, Oddbjorn Orstevik Photo, obviously F-O-T-O, that's whatever his language is for photography, but I don't know which part of that's his name. I don't know which part's not. So I don't want to offend you, mate, but uh, shout out. I'm going to have to get you to say your name sometime in one of your YouTube videos. Um, so he follows us on uh, Instagram now as well, and... Um, as as we follow him it's great seeing some of his stuff but really for a, a subject that people might not 
you, you might only go to a landscape video tutorial purely for the skills that you might pick up. Every time I watch one of these guys' videos, I just end up laughing at, at he's got a, such a dry sense of humour. It's yeah. just awesome. So keep up the videos, mate. We, well, I really enjoy them. And thanks for supporting us as well. Oh, that's shout-outs. Another week of shout-outs. Something we were talking about, Craig, was, I guess, in preparation of this trip and during this trip, is the importance of keeping all our gear dry and that the logistics around that and that mm. how complex that is. I guess it sounds a lot more simple than it is. Yeah, sure. What's some of the... I guess I want to dig into what, what are some of your tips or some tricks or whatever you've learned over the years that you might never do again or, or something works so well that every single trip you just always do it that way. For keeping the gear dry. Uh, yeah, anything. Just anything to do with... Yeah. Again, I'll, I'll frame this a little bit. <laughs> this hike over this whole weekend, today especially, we were anywhere from shin deep water to uh, almost waist deep water, what, for five hours today? Yeah. So... We're actually walking up the river. We're not. Mm -hmm. There's limited trails. There's banks are kind of impenetrable for the most part. So you, the the quickest highway is to walk straight up. Yeah, sure. Straight up the river, um, except when there's enormous piles of deadfall that we then have to climb yeah. under, climb over. But yeah, it gives you take on. Oh, I don't know, head to toe, what do you, what do, you do with yeah. with gear that, that you kind of think works really well? Yeah, well, of course, we've had to just pack as if we were going to fall in. So everything in your bag has to be wrapped in a dry bag. That's the, the priority. So we have some expensive cameras and um, clothes and bedding and you've got... Um, you know, food and and everything has to, so separate so separate dry bags. It's a good way to compartment compartmentalize 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 your, yeah your um, <laughs> your gear anyway. And sometimes it's been really nice to have different coloured bags because it kind yeah, of that's a good tip. That's uh, that is a good tip that I use for sure. Yeah, even though at first I was like, no, I just want to you know get a set of the same color because it's kind of less, might work a bit better but no it actually works a bit better to have some have a couple of different options of colors and there's different qualities some of them are lightweight and um and and pretty good yet i've you saw me patch i've patched one yeah recently. i saw that how do you think that got a little hole or abrasion in it that one um that's the bag that I used to just throw camera gear in on our, like, you know, when we did the Stinson hike and stuff. So we, right. 
something I, sharp in the bag. I think either something sharp or it just got dragged on the ground a little bit. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I think it just got rubbed into the ground a little bit. And, right. Um, yeah, I just tried to fold it up and you could feel a bit of air come out from this yeah, little hole. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, looks scuffed. I, I'm not... I'm not... Um, I guess I haven't thought about it too much, but I'm not 100%... I can't really see the difference between the... Well, I guess you've just pointed out the difference is the durability. But I, I've got one ultralight. Yeah. Very big one, like it's 65 liters or something. It's it's basically, yeah. You put all your clothes and stuff in that and yeah. crank it down and let yeah. all the air out. And that, what's happened to that is, and it's a good brand too. Yeah. What's happened to that is that all the tape came off on the inside of the seams. Oh, because they've got those. Um those glued seams have they like yeah yeah and it just a bit came off and then it all just came off so yeah i keep using it but I almost feel like maybe i should get some of that test it That's, oh yeah you can patch it but also just test it because yeah. you don't want it to let you down yeah i only ever put um clothes in it so worst case scenario is yeah. a tiny bit of dampness might go into my clothes yeah, and I think if we fell in <laughs> more than like we did today a few times, but if you fell in, then you'd get only partially. I don't think, I think you'd be standing up again pretty quickly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, just, if you listen to one of the early podcasts, I did actually talk about this trip. I think it was the last podcast, and I said that I did fall in completely submerged my entire body everything all disappeared underwater sure uh, and you're right I was back out again within sort of 10 seconds or something yeah and it, it didn't really get a chance to penetrate into no. <clears throat> into the actual pack no if, if it, it was mostly the extremities that got wet yeah that's right that's right and I just made I just made silly decisions. I was lazy, and mm. you just never—you don't think it's going to happen. But I tell you what, and we learnt again today. Yeah, it just happens <laughs> out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you're sitting down in the water. Oh, mate! I sat down twice today. <laughs> you, oh, you had a big one. <laughs> oh, Bro gee, I was a bit worried about that. Broke a walking stick, didn't I? <laughs> he broke his hiking stick. <laughs> Bent it first. It looked like a fishing rod. But not just a fishing rod, a fishing rod with a mighty fish on the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't my finest hour. I was. Uh... Yeah, that was. Uh... So yeah, I'm that was uh, actually. Uh, it's funny because I didn't actually find that amusing. Like you know, sometimes you might see someone <laughs> hurt themselves and think it's pretty funny. But on that occasion, I thought, oh. Would have been funny if he just kind of plopped gently in the water and got all wet. I would have laughed at that, but <laughs> I didn't laugh because yeah. because he actually did hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> and I went down later on, not too long after that, and I jammed my hand straight into this really kind of sharp grass, very, very tough, rugged grass that grows at the side of these 
creeks and I jammed my hand straight into it. Yeah. And I got paper cuts. It's like not, a razor, not eh? paper cuts. Um, grass cuts. Yeah. In between the webbing of my fingers. Right, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound nice. Oh, man. And on the tip of my ring finger as well. What would you even come out here for? That's what I want to know. Oh, I know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what's out here. Bugs. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Okay? Sharp grass. Anyway. Rocks that you can trip over <laughs> and fall in the water. Anyway, could I give you two more tips? Give me more tips. Okay. Uh, garbage bags. Garbage bags, your general... You mean poor man's... Poor man's... Dry bags. Dry bags. <laughs> and I... I think that, yeah, you can use them even if it's a, a rain coming or um, storm coming, just instead. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they, they work just as well. And then another is the, to the other extreme, is to get yourself a fancy Cedar Summit compression sack, which is a dry bag. Yeah, I don't have one of those. And it's really good for clothes because anything soft can really get you put push and it lets the air out and it's it's water tight so yeah it's i really i put my sleeping bags um <laughs> uh, sleeping bags and clothes fruits have fallen out of the palm trees yeah sleeping bags and clothes and sometimes this hammock um into that and it just goes down and it's really small then yeah because air, air, airtight bags or water um, proof bags are hard because often you leave a little bit of air in there and they actually then take up a bit more space than they should yeah so yeah, um, there's been times where I've quickly done a dry bag gone to put it in and it's uh, this big water balloon like a balloon so I have to let the air back out so, have yeah. a second crack at it there's yeah. a real knack to it yeah it took me a while to get used to how to how to do those yeah I've got a pair of socks here somewhere. And I know that that's exciting news for everybody listening, but I keep getting bitten by mosquitoes on my feet, so. Yeah, it could be socks. Oh, oh, did you have one more tip? Oh, no, that was two. That's it, mate, I'm, I'm clean out. I, while I'm trying to put socks on, how did your uh, shoes go? Were they? Oh, you, so good, so good. Is that the first time you've had them in? water like that all day um n no yes or no i've got another set as you know that are a different cut the um so the the five tens they're called a camp four have a low cut and a mid and these are the mids today i i don't know uh tom if i've worn them through uh, big creeks like this but I definitely worn them on a few hikes with you yeah and the others I've worn through water their grip is incredible they are uh, lightweight to begin with um, I just feel so confident in them that's good absolutely yeah you didn't look like you were having any trouble if I was having trouble it's just my coordination it's not the shoes <laughs> I um, I just, I've got two pairs of Salomon hiking boots. Sorry, all those noises, guys. That's just my hammock. I was just trying to put my socks on. Uh, 
Well, that's what I think these ones I use are for, is for, um, yeah, for going through water. They're excellent. They're absolutely superb. Um, I've got a pair like your Salomon mm. boots, and they are more rigid in the sole, so they're yeah. just going to bang. They come down with a, with a thud, you know, and that's... Mm. That's really good on on some uneven surfaces and um, and heavy packs and just just hiking um, and um, marching along trails. But um, there's so many different types of shoes you can get. Eh? Yeah, I, I, the only reason I wore those is I just wanted to wear an old older pair. Yeah, because I remember. I've done that similar hike twice and I remember how brutal it was on my shoes because you find yourself putting your feet in between mm. boulders and yep. all sorts of stuff underwater that you can't see and by the end of, I, I had a brand new pair of Merrells and by the end of that two day hike it had busted some of the seams along next to the kind of the sides of the foot just and it was mm. not no fault of the shoe i'm mm. not i mean i i was smashing that yeah you smashing i had a pack on big pack and yeah. i was just jamming my foot in between any rock yeah you're punishing and they were just getting dragged down the sides of rocks as you put your foot down and stuff I think yours probably have a slightly broader, like a, a tapered out sole, perhaps. Like they yeah, just, they do. They just come out a little bit wider than your foot. Yeah. And I think mine actually don't do that. Mine are more uh, angled inward a little bit on the sole. Yep. Which is nice if you're trying to climb up something, perhaps, or whatnot. But um, at least if you've got a smaller uh, footprint, you're taking up less real estate, so you're going to be able to get your foot into those kind of nooks and crannies That's right. and, and maybe not get but them you can also wedged as much. Accidentally get them sort of... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. ...going down between the rocks, whereas if you've yeah. got a little bit more of a, a wider footprint, yeah, it's got its pros and cons. No, they're a pretty good-looking set of boots too. Hmm. Well, I wear... What socks do you wear? I reckon that's pretty important. What socks did you wear today? Today is just some Tico ones. What are they made of? I think they're only synthetic, but they've yeah, got right. special, they just have these special um, sections where it's just tight and they oh, don't, they don't yeah. move around. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I've noticed about them. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine told me that he used some of those compression socks on a hike on a long distance hike a four-day hike or something and yeah. he said the difference in the fatigue of his foot or rather the lack of fatigue of his yeah. foot yeah was incredible because it wasn't every time your foot hit the ground you weren't kind of wobbling on yeah the bones on the meat you know what i mean yeah so yeah it'd be interesting um, wouldn't mind trying something like that one day. At the moment, I wear um, I wear wool socks. 
I was going to say 100%, but I think there's something like 98 or 95. Yeah. And um, I used to wear wigwam, I think they're called, but now I wear bluey merino brand. Oh, yeah. And they're fantastic. Yeah, they are. As is everything. I've actually got their shirt, long johns, and underwear on now, and, oh. and socks. I was about to join in and say I got the shirt, <laughs> but I didn't. I can't go that far. Far out. <laughs> That's really um, cool. I just like that. It's all Australian made, and it's Australian. Well, that was a huge bug that just did a lap past my face. Was it a bug, or was that the little bat? I think that was a bug. Yeah. Did you hear that big chomp down the water? Just then? I reckon yeah. that was Eric. Eric? Cutting sick on some poor little fish or something. <laughs> go on, no, you should go and give him down a pat. There. He's probably needing you to go, give him, go touch him up again. It, yeah, he's... We were going to do the podcast down by the water, which is only literally four metres away. But I was saying to Craig, I'm so worn out from today. I don't think I could sit down on a rock for an hour mm. and uh, keep up any kind of conversation. I'm struggling here as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, something about those, going back to the wall socks, uh, I just can't believe, and I know it's the whole purpose of wool, how warm they are. Because I've hiked in water when it's been freezing cold as well, or had rain on my feet in Tasmania, and I just can't believe your foot. Oh, he's behind you. He just went through, yeah. Yeah. That was Barry. As of the bat just came in for a... He must have heard us talking about him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's When he comes flying in, he flies straight over Craig's head only by about a foot or two, really low, and then goes through the trees and then turns around and comes flying back out over Craig. That's funny. Yeah, I can't believe the warmth they maintain when they're wet. And and the shirts, and, and all of it. But I just can't believe how warm, when your feet are completely sopping wet, yeah. squelching in your boots, and your feet are still warm. Yeah, you don't get cold. It's absolutely incredible. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's like, this is a full merino wool. And it's been so good for so many years and it's light and thin but it just it, it's flawless for um, its warmth I've got a hole in my yeah this has got a couple in, in the shoulder when we were on that Stinson hike some of that lawyer vine got me the um, the biggest enemy is velcro the what the biggest enemy oh. of this is velcro so oh, right there's a little bit on, on these gaiters, there's a bit on... Um, oh, when you kind of pack up and stuff. If yeah. You, if you chuck it on some Velcro. And I think I occasionally put a jacket on over this 
that's got some Velcro on it. Oh, and yeah. And just like tears it. Yeah. A bit. There's this vine. It's not actually a vine. I take that back. Oh, there's stuff falling out of trees here. Uh, it's it's a it's a very strange. What what would you class it? It's not a tree. It's more like a plant. It's just yeah, a weird a thing, big, isn't it? Big fern thing. It looks like a yeah. It's like a fern. It looks a little bit. The trunk looks a bit like cane, yeah. but it's only about as thick as your thumb. And then it has these long, sort of anywhere from a foot to foot and a half, so 30 centimetres, 50 centimetres, this long, I don't know what, it's just, it's a very thin stalk, oh, like yeah. a piece of wire, and it's got hundreds and hundreds of very, very strong hooks. Yeah. And they're all pointing the opposite way. Yeah. And when you walk through, and they go across your arm or your chest or your mm. face. I've had one on my ear once. Mm. I've had them rip my hat off my head. Mm. They're absolutely brutal. And they're called, they've got two nicknames. One's Wait A While, which our mate Josh calls them Wait A While. Does he? And uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Because it takes a, a good minute sometimes. You've got to take a few steps back to get yeah, it Yeah, you've got to take a few steps back. And, and they've you've got... you've got to grab the end of it and pull it the opposite way to... And they've got several arms, so... Yeah, you, Just when you, you think you're out of this one, there's another one next here. <laughs> yeah, next that's to right. It. That's a good point that I didn't mention, is sometimes there'll be ten of these tendrils, yeah. like, hanging off, and it, you'll get one off and you'll notice that you've got two around your leg. It's just horrific. Yeah, so they're called Wait a While, and what's the other thing? Uh, lawyer Vine. Lawyer, lawyer Vine. Lawyer. Yeah. yeah because yeah. once they get their claws into you, they <laughs> never let you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what ripped the shoulder of my merino yeah. top on that Stinson oh, yeah. hike. It just was a tiny one of those, just grabbed it and tore a hole in it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And that is the story of my ripped merino wool shirt. <laughs> this will never be the same again. Mm. Oh, um, I was just thinking we saw a little wriggly stick today, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Which I, I was expecting to see a lot more, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, I thought it was... Um, I thought it was a black colour, but then I saw it had a light coloured bottom, uh, belly. Yeah. And then I realised... Barry's back. Did he just make a little chirping noise? Yeah, yes. It's, it, that's not him knocking those fruits off, is it? He's causing a ruckus. <laughs> He's trying he to... went in there and then those fruits fell off. Mm. Yeah, he made it a little cheap, didn't he? Yeah, I thought I heard him do it cheap or squeak or something. Uh, he's broken my concentration. What was I talking about? I can't remember now. I can't remember. Oh, I was talking about the snake. Oh, yeah. So, but it was only a um, some kind of tree snake. Yeah, it? some sort of tree snake. There was one of those in my backyard last weekend. 
I was training with my log, as I do, and I went to take the log back to where I leave it. So, so picture this, I've just done about 20, 30 minutes full on workout. I can only just carry this thing back, I'm all wobbly. And then just as I set it down on the ground, this snake just bursts out of the garden, like just launches out of the garden, diagonally across in front of me. And all I saw as well was that dark, almost brown. It, this one looked more like copper, dark brown. And yeah. I just thought, I thought it was a brown snake. Yeah. And I just dropped the log and jumped back a few oh. steps. And then I thought, I need to see it because I need to know what it is. And so I, I jumped a bit closer and I saw the yellow underneath. And then I noticed that the top was not so much brown as like a dark olive. Yeah, it could be. And then it went into my shed, which is great. <laughs> that's where I go to get all my tools and stuff. And I went straight in and double checked it on on the internet and it was definitely a some kind of a green snake, tree snake. Oh, was it? Yeah, non-venomous, so it's all good. Yeah. You can live in the shed, get some of the geckos out of there so they stop crapping all over my kayak. <laughs> yeah. When we were kids, the most common ones we used to catch um, coming around the house were the swamp tiger snakes, we used to call them. Is that right? Yeah, which kind of looked a bit like that one today, with a bigger head. And then, yeah. Because they're, they're kind of like got a, a light-coloured belly. Yeah. But Did you probably, say you were catching them? Oh, moving them on, let's say. I beg your pardon? Moving them on. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, because... I was going to say, they're, they're venomous, right? Yeah, I yeah. think... I'm sure they are. But um, I just... I just don't know if anyone else calls them that and um, what they actually were that we were, that we were um, seeing a lot of. Mm -hmm. but I, I think that's what, you know, we used to call them. But, yeah, I was, I was um, out walking the other day and I saw a giant python taking down a huge bat. No way. Actually, did I send you that picture? No. No. Where was it? I didn't. No, I'm sure you didn't. I would remember this. Oh, okay. It's um, I got a photograph of it, but because the flash is on, it looks fucking just scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, hang on a second. Now I'm remembering um, more clearly that it was actually a possum in it. Oh, I, I thought I'd sent this to you. So it was basically. Oh no, yeah, maybe you did. Wrapped up, and you yes, can just you see this furry thing in it. Yeah, you sent me a photo of that. Was, I, when you said it was a bat, that's what threw me. I, I have thought, seen what? them take take bats, this but epic snake and bat. I mean, you've just freaked Barry out. He's taking maybe he's Barry taken off. He's, think about he's, bat. But. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear about such stories. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so it's, where was that? That was just. Uh, it must have come down off a off a street or a power pole. Yeah, but where was it? Near your house? Yeah, or it's only like. 100 meters from my house. Oh, really? Yeah, that's we get, amazing. We get heaps of those big ones, eh? I love pythons. I, I reckon um, there'd be tons lurking through here. 
Yeah, I tried to pick up a small one the other night. Yeah? Yeah. I, I tried to film it with my other hand and it didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> Was it getting all feisty? Yeah, it curled up then. It, oh, yeah, once they curl up, you've... I couldn't quite you, get you to him. You can't do much, yeah. Um, At least not with my limited skills. No. Yeah, like I was... Oh, I think I was saying that last time I saw a python out here, it was awesome. There'd be plenty for them to eat. I can hear frogs going off now down the back. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. We mm. had a bit of rain last night, but skies were clear before. So I think we'll have a pretty good night. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we've only got a short hike back to the car tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, which means that we've got a little bit of time in the morning to maybe film a couple of things. You bet. So have a look on, I think we were saying we're going to try and chuck up that little video of me giving the yep. eel a little pat. Yeah, that's might easy. Might chuck that on Instagram. Yeah. And we've got a couple of other cool bits and pieces. To be honest, we were so focused on, on hiking and getting around today that we didn't have as much time on the cameras as we normally do. Actually, we had hardly any. But uh, hopefully I got a couple of good photos and yeah. a few bits and pieces to throw up. Such a good day of hiking though, man. Um, yeah, it was a good day. It was a fantastic day. It was just what I needed to recharge again, get some fresh air. Yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap that up. Mm, I've been holding off very politely eating my meat pie flavoured Pringles because I didn't want everyone to hear me chewing Pringles while the podcast is going. Come on, give us a sample now. You've got to. Oh, what, now that I've said that? you got it now. Does anyone know that these exist? <laughs> what is it called? Aussie... I can't even read that in this light. Aussie flavour. Oh, Aussie favourites, yeah. Meat pie flavour. Pringles. I bet some of our audience doesn't even know what a meat pie is. <laughs> or oh, doesn't know the, quite the context of it. it smells delicious. It smells like meat pastry and tomato sauce. Ah, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, can't... That's Craig's fault you're hearing this. Can't wait to um, lay down tonight, put my feet up. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. You bet. Uh, Thanks for joining us on our first on-location podcast. Mm. We're going to get some rest. What's the time now? 20, 25 past nine. So we'll turn off all these cameras and stuff and curl up in our hammocks. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next episode. See you later. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, we'd really appreciate your ratings and comments if you can spare the time. If you'd like to know more about Hike or Die TV and keep track of our adventures around Australia, make sure you drop by hikeordie.com. That's where you'll find all the information you'll need to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram or Pinterest. As always, we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.